All right, welcome to this hour of the program. It's Afternoons on Newstalk 770. My name is Rob Breckenridge. Appreciate you joining us here today. We've got some uh, other issues to get to uh, in our final hour. Angela Cocott will be in after 3 o'clock. Uh, before we go any further, though, I want to talk about uh, uh, an important event, a uh, fascinating event, uh, and I think above all, though, uh, a fun event that's going down tonight. 6 o'clock at Bottle Screw Bills. That's on 10th Avenue Southwest. Uh, and this is a fundraiser for prostate cancer in the Calgary Prostate Cancer Center. But as I say, it's it's a fun event and it's a unique event. I believe now it's the, the fourth year. Joining us uh, in studio to talk more about it, two people uh, involved in this tonight. Uh, Jim Button is here, founder of Village Brewery. Good afternoon, Jim. Good afternoon. And also in studio with us, Calgary's own Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, the best there will ever be. Brett, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Great to see you. Thanks so much for coming in. My pleasure. All right. Well, look, I mean, there's a serious issue underlying this this event, and I know, Brett, that's that's why you've got involved. Um, but, but Jim, talk a bit about the, the origins of this event and how this, this came about in the first place. Well, it actually started off as a, as a lark. It started off with uh, what's the weirdest thing you could make as a beer, and then it turned into a fundraiser, as we all, <laughs> almost every event we've done, every activity we do is something for the community. So yeah. it quickly became a uh, fundraiser for uh, prostate cancer, uh, the relevance of <laughs> the product itself that goes in the beer, the testicles being very uh, close in proximity <laughs> to the cancer A lot of people probably itself. just perked up there. For a <laughs> so we just explained this, because you're, you're going to be uh, tapping the keg, right, uh, this, this yeah. beer tonight. Yeah, maybe I should probably explain what we're talking it's about. It's called Prairie Oyster? Yeah, it's, a, it's called the Village Nut Razor, and it's a uh, Prairie Oyster Ale. So it's beer made with bull's testicles. Try, <laughs> try and say that without, without um, smiling but, okay. and giggling. Well, it's, it's hard for me, yes. Um, but, no, I mean, Prairie Oysters are a delicacy. Sure. People eat these and enjoy these. And Bottle Screw Bills has a week-long testicle festival. Do they really? Yes, they do. But how do you, how do you go about making a beer with that? Well, it's uh, what we do is we make casks of beer, and so what you do you do is you take the, uh, the the foundation is one of our existing beers. So you take it when you're making that beer, and you put that into a into a cask, a forty a forty liter, looks like a keg, and then you go and take your uh, your ingredients like you normally would, and you put those ingredients into the cask, and then you uh, put some yeast in it, and then you let it <laughs> sit for three weeks. So what uh, our three lovely chefs have done is each made their own recipe using two bull's testicles and uh, wow. fried them up and boiled them up and then chopped them up and then put them in with a bunch of other ingredients and made uh, made their own uh, version of a, a nut raiser. All right. So um, so there's a unique taste <clears throat> to it. Unique is a strong word. Okay. Uh, but this is a fundraiser, obviously. So um, th- this money's for a good cause. But how much then is it for a glass of this stuff? It's... Uh, not only do you have to drink a beer made with bull's balls, but you also have to pay $100 for the Some people might luxury. say, well, pay me to drink that. Yeah. Well, there actually are around. some people that, that end up buying the beer and make somebody else drink it, but the beer is actually not too bad. You know, if you can get your head around the fact that it's made with bull's balls, then the $100 is actually going to a great cause, and you feel good about it all the way through. Uh, Brett, are you going to sample some tonight? I, I think I'm going to have to... Uh... Take a big gulp and hope. I hope it's cold. And <laughs> well, yeah, let's hope good. so. Okay, well, Brett, let's talk about your own involvement in this because this is a cause that's very personal for you. I think your fans know, people know that 
you know, you've been dealing with this in, in, in recent uh, recent months. Um, talk about a bit how, how you're doing, first of all. I'm doing really well. I've uh, I had an amazing uh, recovery, and <clears throat> I'm really grateful that uh, that I had early diagnosis and got it taken care of really quick. And my surgery, uh, everything they did for me at the uh, prostate center uh, was just so so great. Uh, you know, I had a one in ten recovery. That I uh, just uh, <clears throat> very grateful man today to know that I had such a good recovery, and uh, a lot of it had to do with the Calgary Prostate Center and how they how they you know prepared me and how we got this all done yeah. together. And because uh, yeah, I mean, you know, going into it, it's not the kind of thing that everybody's an expert on. But when you you deal with it, you, you learn all these things really quickly, right? And so obviously now you can attest to what it takes to to deal with this, the the support that's available, the services they're available. I mean, it is quite something. It's like one in seven. You know, the the chances are so uh, random. You know, it's like one in seven men is gonna is gonna get uh, prostate cancer, and it's like <clears throat> it's so random that, and it's like the, I think the number one uh, cancer, you know, for men. Anyway, now how did they catch yours originally? Um, well, you know, I was lucky. I was on um, sort of active surveillance, so they kind of monitored me, red flagged me a couple of years ago, and uh, was like, "Well, we'll just monitor it and see." If, how your PSA levels go, and then my PSA levels kind of started going up, and we were sort of right there to sort of uh, book in for. for I, I had the uh, robotic surgery, oh, wow. which uh, was quite advanced and quite uh, quite uh, spectacular. But you know, it was went really well. I had a good recovery from it. So, how did you connect with with Jim in this event? Um, I think it's more just through the Calgary Prostate Center and my sort of. Um, I do my best to kind of help them because they. They don't get a lot of funding outside uh, from anywhere else and uh, from the government or anything like that. And, and these fundraisers are are critical to their sort of uh, keeping up and maintaining that uh, yeah that uh, first-rate operation that they got now. So it's become kind of a cause for you now. Yeah, very much so. I, I, I um, you know, when when I went through my surgery, there were so many options of where I could go. I had doctors pretty much all over the world offer to fly me really? in. Yeah, in particular, one in New York, and uh, I remember thinking about it. I did some research, and I sort of came back to me from all the people that sort of know about uh, these kind of things that that the Calgary one was as good as anywhere in, in, in the world, and uh, there was no reason for me to go anywhere else. It became a, a big story, right? Which speaks to your stature, the connection fans have with you, right? Just the the outpouring of support from from the wrestling world, from fans around the world. It must have been pretty overwhelming. You know, uh, you know, the, it was a little, it was an undertaking to sort of accept it. Whether whether I should say anything, it was a part of me going, you know, you don't need all the attention and the focus about it, and and it was a it was an argument to be made that way, where it was good just to kind of keep it to myself, be or, private you know, about it, to be yeah. very private. Yeah. And then there was another part is like, I think, I thought and realized that it's a chance for me to kind of do some good and say something and maybe. Draw more attention. To right? It. Does it feel like you have a, a almost like a duty, a responsibility as as a public figure? Maybe to, I to think be you do in the end if you want to be. You know, I um, you know, it's kind of seems kind of hokey to say, but it, I, you know, I've always tried to be as good a hero as I was in the wrestling. I try to always be a hero outside my daily life, and whether it's uh, you know, just being normal and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I realized that there was a lot more good to be done by coming forward. And yeah. then I think, and in, in the proof's in that, is that so many people did come forward and got uh, got checked. And uh, we had a real strong uh, 
uh, a notice for it this year. Right. Well, it raises awareness. Yeah. Is what it does. Because, look, I don't think anyone would have faulted you if you decided to deal with it privately. Right? But it's, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can't imagine what, what that decision is like. Well, you know, it's, it was a very scary thing to go through. And uh, like I say, I feel like I'm on the other side of it now. Um, I had a, had a really good recovery, and uh, I'll have to get monitored and checked and stuff like that. But I should be good to go for forever, hopefully. And uh, I, I look back on how fearful and how afraid I was, and how what I was my I was so worried about it for the six months leading into it. And once I went through it, you know, um, it wasn't as bad as people sort of, you know, it, it's come a long ways, and the doctors are so good, and uh, you know. Um, I had great, uh, qual- great quality service where I went to, and I had a good recovery. And I, I feel like they prepared me for it. You know, one of the big parts of uh, my recovery was to try to get in as good a shape as I could, and I did a lot of cardio and stuff prior yeah. to the surgery, which you know helped me have a really good, strong recovery. And you know, you, you you'd said when when you came in, you've been taking some some time, having a few relaxing weeks at home, but you, you still keep up a pretty active schedule, don't you? Um, I get around. Yeah, yeah. you know, it seems like <laughs> just a few weeks ago I was in. Uh, Chicago for WWE doing something, and then I was in Quebec City doing a when they had the fires up and started it in Fort McLeod. I was in Quebec City going to the Pearl Jam concert, and oh, really? you know, it seemed like there's one thing after another. My life is I'm, I forget retired. I, I was more retired when I was wrestling. <laughs> it's a, it's a floating kind of yeah. definition on that word, I think. Right, uh, but Jim, let, let's talk about you for a second, because I know people in town who know you and. You know, certainly it's it's odd because this is an event for prostate cancer, and it's it's a cause that you've devoted a lot to. But you've you've had your own health issues. Yeah, how are you doing? Well, the um, I'm doing great. I have cancer again; it's back. Um, when when we had our second uh, fundraiser, our second uh, nut raiser, the week before, I had actually just had a uh, had surgery at the prostate cancer center as well. So the irony and the karma of that was not lost on me when I was talking about the beer the second time because I'd already done one year of supporting the cause uh, because I believed in the cause. And then the second year it became personal and had, uh, <clears throat> and as as Brett said, the, the work that's done there is second to none. Um, Dr. Kozak is the one that worked on me and uh, it was incredible. And it, it was actually... Uh, quite rewarding to be standing in front of everybody and drinking a ball beer the second time, knowing that um, it was actually meaningful. And so now the cause has become even more meaningful now that I'm back at it for my second round um, and going through that process again. So the irony is that it's almost to the day two years after. Wow. But it's in my lungs this time, So, but I'm going to a different facility for this for this process this time. Oh, wow. Uh, and let's let's talk about someone else who's who's connected to this who's been a big part of it. Brett Brett Wilson. That's right. Talk about what he's done for this and, and his involvement. Well, uh, of course, Brett has. Uh, Brett has. Uh, I don't think he won't he won't mind me saying this. I don't think. But when we talked about this, uh, and he's helped uh, for quite a few years. When he had it happen the first time, he was in his forties, mm-hmm. and it was a big wake up call for him. And he. Uh, he realized that he was, after having been taken care of, that he wanted to take a look at life a little bit differently. And this has given him a chance. He's at his second boat and come out of that again on the right. other side. And uh, he's done 
an incredible, incre- you know, he's done yeoman's work, if not um, over-the-top work with Prostate Center. Oh, yeah. No, like, I mean, you know, we all, we all know. He's, he's done a lot for a lot of causes, a great philanthropist yeah. in this city. But, this, yeah, this one that's that's uh, very personal for him, and yeah. he's been a big part of it. Yeah, so he came in, uh, he, he helped out, you know, last year as well, and this year uh, we were lucky to have both him and Brett and... Uh, and of course, Bill Brooks, who's also a, a tireless supporter right, the hell, yeah. of the uh, of the cause, and has done quite a few events uh, over a ten year period for fundraising for them as well. And like Brett said, there's they get zero money from anything other than these types of initiatives and philanthropists and everyday people donating money. Yeah, that's an important point. Now. The, the, the timing, though, it's right on the eve of Stampede. Obviously, it, it is meant to be a, a fun night. Right? It will it's be a, a serious and important cause. It's an important cause, but fun. the more fun you have, the easier it is to give. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, what if uh, someone wanted to put the money down, but instead of having a, a glass <laughs> of beer, they wanted to get, say, uh, put in the sharpshooter? Is that uh, is that on the table? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's I'm too little... retired. <laughs> We'll get somebody else to do the sharpshooter on your back. Yeah, oh, one of my sons demonstrated. <laughs> All right, so you're going to be there tonight, Brett? Yes, I'm, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So six o'clock tonight. Yeah, right? so we'll start the the event at six. We'll probably tap around six thirty ish. Now, do, do do people need a, a ticket to get there? Uh, no, what, there's a there is a website you can go to on uh, on Prostate Cancer's website where you can donate in advance and buy beer in advance. So there's quite a few people have already done that, but it's a show up at the door, um, pay your hundred dollars for the beer and, uh, get a tax receipt. You get a tax receipt for all this as well. And, uh, then all three gentlemen will tap the beer at the same time and watch, uh, watch (laughs) the beer spill. And now this has been at bottles crew bills since day one, since day one. And they've been an important partner in this too. Well, they're, they're great from from my industry. They're, they're absolutely great. They've been doing craft beer since day one, uh, way before everybody else was. And they, uh, they care about their beer, and they have their testicle festival starting tonight as well. So it all seemed to line up. Well, quite and nice. it's a good excuse too. I mean, it's a totally separate issue. We don't have to get on a tangent, but you know, lots been made of of the Stampede and their their relationship with certain big sure. breweries. But people yep. want to support local beer as uh, one way to do it. Well, it's a it's a uh, quite a circuitous or circular uh, you know state of life. You know, you're supporting your local, and the locals tend to support your community, and then it all comes back to you in the end. Yeah. Great point. Uh, well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in here today. Really do appreciate this, and, and all the best with everything tonight. Thank you very much. All right, looking forward to seeing everyone tonight. All right, so there you go. That's Jim Button, founder of Village Brewery, and Brett, the hitman heart, and it goes down tonight, 6 o'clock at Bottle Screw Bills on 10th Ave Southwest. It's afternoons. Rob Breckenridge with you. We're back with more right after this.